Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Today we're going to talk about 10 fake foods that you will never buy again once you find out what I'm going to talk about. All right, the first one is fake steak. Now, what's interesting is um, certain restaurants, uh, caterers use pieces of meat that have been glued together with something called meat glue. And that glue is called transglutaminase. Now, a couple problems with this glue, um, they have to rehandle the meat. So there's increased risk of adding more bacteria to the meat. And they don't have to actually tell you the process of how they make this glue. Um, originally, it was it came from blood plasma from either a cow or a pig, and then they combined that with certain things like a bacteria, and then they evolved to just fermenting a bacteria to make this these enzymes to make this glue. But the problem is all of this is not very transparent. You don't really know how they're making it. Eating anywhere where there's bulk filet mignon. Uh, you might want to ask them if they use meat glue. All right, number two, Parmesan cheese. Now, unfortunately, most Parmesan cheese doesn't come from Parma, Italy, which I could just imagine having that authentic Parmesan cheese from that city is just amazing. But unfortunately, especially in the US, uh, you're gonna get a different version of that cheese that is made with different ingredients. It's usually a mixture of uh, cheap cheeses like uh, cheddar cheese or powdered uh, mozzarella cheese with added cellulose and a mold inhibitor. And what's even worse is the FDA makes it legal to sell this fake Parmesan cheese. And that is because the cellulose is from natural sources. It's from wood pulp. It's between 4 to 20%. So that's like one-fifth of the product is wood. So it's definitely a way for companies to make more money with cheaper ingredients. All right, next one is crab sticks, okay? They called it the hot dog of the sea. And I'm talking about imitation crab. Another name for that is surimi. And they take like random fish flesh or fish leftovers. And of course they add some starch, whether it's from potato, wheat, corn, tapioca, and they mix that in there as well with some MSG to add as a flavor enhancer. And then they have to add crab flavoring because it doesn't taste like crab. And then some protein, uh, but that protein is either an egg white protein, soy protein, and they put some sugar in it, sorbitol, and some soy oil or other vegetable oils. But then we'll just sprinkle a little sodium benzoinate as a preservative to make it last longer. And of course, they have coloring to make it look like crab. But the next time you see imitation crab, now you know how they make it. All right, next one on the list is fake tuna. And I'm talking like the pre-cooked canned tuna or even packaged tuna. One company that did uh, some investigation into this found that 21% of the companies they found um, did not contain actual tuna. It was actually mislabeled. So instead of having tuna, they had some other fish called escula. Escula uh, is known as butterfish or oilfish. 
and it was banned in Japan from 1977 because they said it was too toxic. And they even have a name for it. It's called X-lax fish because of the side effect, diarrhea or anal leakage. So if you see your uh, tuna, like extremely white, like an opaque white, um, it's not tuna. All right, next one on the list, extra virgin olive oil. And I've done a video just on this topic, but 80% of extra virgin olive oil is not extra virgin. Extra virgin means it's processed uh, very quickly. It's cold pressed. It's a much more high quality process. So you have more antioxidants. And when you consume it, it has a completely different taste and smell. It has a fresh smell and kind of a taste that uh, gives you a little tickle in the back of your throat. And so you know it contains some of the phytonutrients that you need, but it has that fresh grass type taste that is very different than the fake stuff, which is just bland. In fact, I didn't even know what real olive oil tastes like until I went to Italy. But as soon as I found out, now I can identify fake olive oil just by a simple smell test. And about 80% of the extra virgin olive oil is not extra virgin. They add sometimes canola or just a blend of other oils. So it's rancid, it's cooked, it's heated, it doesn't have the phytonutrients. All right, next one, it's maple syrup. Much of the maple syrup that you buy is either made from dark brown sugar or refined white sugar with maple syrup flavoring and artificial colorings. And some of it's even made with high fructose corn syrup. And of course, because these ingredients don't have the natural antioxidants as a preservative, they have to add uh, preservatives like sodium benzoate and ascorbic acid to prevent this syrup from spoiling. Next one on the list is truffle oil. Truffle oil comes from a very expensive um, mushroom. And so what they do is they found a flavoring molecule to make some other materials taste like truffle oil. And they use this in restaurants a lot. It's a way to save money because the, the actual oil is very expensive. All right, next one is the powdered instant coffee. Some of the blended ingredients include cereal, caramel, starch, malt, and figs. In addition, instant coffee has something called acrylamide, a potentially very harmful chemical in instant coffee, a potentially very harmful um, chemical that's created when the beans are roasted. And instant coffee has more than double the amount as other types of coffee. You know, it can affect the nervous system. It can increase the risk of cancer if you're consuming it on a regular basis. All right, the next one, and I have done a video on this, wasabi, okay? The vast majority of wasabi in the US is simply a mixture of horseradish, hot mustard, and green dye. It doesn't actually come from the wasabi plant, so it is fake. There's been a report that up to 95% of the wasabi sold is not real wasabi, and I'm talking about all over the world, even in Japan. And this is because wasabi is very difficult to grow. And it's extremely expensive. It's like $160 a kilogram. That's at wholesale prices. And when you take fresh wasabi and you pulverize it, you grind it up into a paste, it really only lasts for like 15 minutes. 
And what I mean by lasting is it basically loses its flavor. But that's not going to happen with horseradish. Horseradish is going to last a lot longer. And the last one is commercial guacamole. Just because it says it's guacamole doesn't even mean it has a lot of avocado in it, unfortunately. These impostures are made with uh, skim milk, vegetable oil, water, emulsified egg yolks, and a slew of gums and gels. And it's even thickened with isolated soy protein. And of course, to make it look green, they add food dye. And so some of this commercial guacamole only has like 2% avocado. Incredible.